My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking to Julie Cortez. She's a business coach for creative freelancers, um, going by the the nomicker, the freelance rock star. Love it. Uh, we're going to talk about embracing your badassery today. And uh, I really love the way that um, her attitude comes into the work she does um, in terms of making sure that we have good solid boundaries as entrepreneurs and as as just women in general um and i i'm not sure if you only work with women or 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 lots of different people but the the point is it's really important to make sure you are noticing where your power begins and ends having really good boundaries in your work and your life and also listening to your intuition to make sure that happens so we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff um around that today welcome julie to the show i'm so glad to have you thanks so much for having me yeah you're very welcome so why don't you let us know what you do as a business coach for creative freelancers Sure. Well, so I actually started my business about 25 years ago as a freelance copywriter. And throughout the years, I've just noticed that we have so many um, struggles and challenges that isn't typically taught in schools. And so I've decided to, to make it my personal mission to rectify that. And, uh, you know, I, I created a freelancing 101 course at the local art institute and when i did that so many of my professional peers were like julie this sounds amazing i want to come sit in on your class that's great of course but there's no place for you <laughs> there's no open chair you got to enroll you got to pay you got to go back to school and i'm finding that most people at this age don't want to do that so i was like okay cortez light bulb moment why don't you offer some of these same lessons to your counterparts and just open up a coaching arm to your business and so I did. It's you know, it's been a few years. I absolutely love it. I cater to both men and women and the non-binary. Um, anybody who is a creative uh, freelancer is typically somebody who comes knocking on my door. I help those who are just starting out, those looking to make the jump, as well as as those who have uh, been at it for a while and you know find themselves struggling to make ends meet, needing a, an accountability buddy, what have you. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm getting clients now from not only the United States but from around the world, and it's just been such a joy to to be able to help people. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, I it's interesting because I do this work now as a spiritual coach, but I was one I actually went to art school and came out not knowing what the heck to do with myself because they don't I mean, they didn't back then. Anyway, that was a long time ago. They didn't teach you how to have a career. They taught you how to be a good artist. But then what do you do with it? So I think that's amazing. What a cool calling to have. Thank you. You know, that's exactly the point. Like so many of us went to school for our craft, whether it was writing, design, photography, what have you. And 
Um, whether we didn't think we would need it back then or they didn't think we would need it, like, it, you know, business classes weren't required. And in retrospect, we should have taken some. You know? yeah. <laughs> it would have been so helpful because whether you plan on being a freelancer or an entrepreneur of any sort, like you need to know how to do this stuff. And, you know, it's just this big um, void that we're missing, right? This void in education. And so, especially in the creative side of things, like so many of us end up freelancing, whether part-time or full-time, even those with, you know, cush full-time jobs may end up freelancing on the side. You still need to know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so having those business concepts would be so, so very important. Yeah. And so what kind of business concepts do you teach? I know you talk about boundaries a lot and policies and kind of systems, but can you explain a little bit more about the ways that you come in and serve that creative bunch that is kind of, we want to have fun and create, but we don't we don't have structure. <laughs> right. How do you bring structure to that? Well, exactly. You know, and working with uh, artists and creatives in and of itself is, I would say it's a challenge, but I am one of them. So I get them, right? Because we're, it's the whole difference of left brain, right brain, you know, kind of thinking. And so and I come in and I talk about estimates and invoicing and pricing and contracts. And it's like, ooh, numbers, legal, scary, you know, taxes. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get that this stuff is scary. Let me let me make it less scary for you. Give you just a basic overview, and then also like guide you towards a good accountant and a good attorney, you know, who can help with those more challenging items. But you know, so yeah, we we cover the gamut. We start with incorporation basics. You know, should you set yourself up um, as an LLC, a sole proprietor, what have you? We go through taxes and what you can and cannot write off. You know, when you should be paying your estimates, uh, all of those things. And then we jump into, um, like I mentioned, the estimates, the invoices, contracts, the paperwork. So integral. If you don't have a contract. I highly recommend you get a contract in place. Uh, boundaries, here we go again, right? Mm -hmm, Coming back full circle. Mm -hmm. And then we do this whole um, unit, if you will, on branding and self-promotion and social media because you've got to put yourself out there. And that tends to be really difficult for those who um, are creatives. A lot of creative types tend to be introverted. I am not one of them, <laughs> but uh, they do. And so it's hard for them to put themselves out there, but you really have to, because if people don't know who you are or what you do, how are they going to buy from you or how are they going to refer you? Mm -hmm. So that's such an integral part that we go over networking, that kind of stuff. And then we round things out with um, creating a business plan and a marketing plan. And, uh, and I send them on their merry way. I love that. Yeah. And that's, that's truly uh, helpful for, I know you may or may not work with uh, sort of spiritual entrepreneurs, but that's also a challenge that we face that, you know, we like doing the work again, here's that creative, let's be in the process. And then, you know, the marketing and stuff feels like this foreign alien thing to do. So, you know, giving people support and it really is just education. There's some parts that we like about things and there's some parts we don't like any job. So right. it's important to, to keep that balance. So how, how would you say that your own intuition manifests in your business and maybe even like you know you, you said you saw an opportunity there and you jumped on it but what's another place in your life where your intuition said hey go this way and it ended up you know leading to your success sure well i i think just my career in and of itself i you know when i was in school i always envisioned that i would be this hot shot creative director working in chicago on michigan avenue for one of the top ad agencies, like doing the really cool Super Bowl commercials and that kind of stuff. And that was totally the dream. That's what I wanted. I even went to Chicago my senior year of college and, uh, you know, tried to interview there during spring break. 
And I got offered an internship at one of the top agencies. And in retrospect, I probably should have taken it, but I had already had two good internships from where I am here in Kansas City. And I thought, no, I want a real job and I don't want to move to Chicago on 425 an hour. Like who can afford that? Mm. You know? <laughs> yeah, in Chicago, even back it's then. Chicago, yeah. Even back then, exactly. So um, you know, I ended up here in Kansas City and certainly my career is not at all where I envision I would be. Like I mentioned, I wanted to be ad agency side, creative director side, and lo and behold, like many people in the advertising um, industry, I lost my job early on. I was devastated. I didn't know that this was a common thing. And, uh, you know, as I was looking for a new full-time job, what I didn't understand at the time, but I do now, is that there was, there was, um, this whole sexist thing going on mm -hmm. where, I mean, being in the creative business is so competitive as it is. And then you add on the fact that you're, you are a young female creative and, oh, they just look at you like, why should we even hire you when all you're going to do is run off and get married and have babies? Mm. Uh, hello, <laughs> you know, can, can I make that decision for myself? And, uh, so finally, I just got fed up and I, I listened to myself. I was like, you know what, Julie, you can do this. You know, you're a good writer. You know, you've got the chops. Go and prove them wrong. And so I did. <laughs> so I, I opened up my own business and uh, sat down, wrote a business plan, wrote a marketing plan. This was 25 years ago. Like the internet was just coming about. Like, you know, it was mm -hmm. just that thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I have no regrets whatsoever. And And like I said, my... My career path has had all sorts of twists and turns going from being a copywriter, and I'm still a copywriter, to the founder of the Freelance Exchange, to creating my own business course at an art school and teaching as an adjunct professor. I would have told you you were crazy if you told me I would be doing that 20 years ago. Um, and then also coaching and, and speaking. And uh, these opportunities have fallen in my lap because I have followed my intuition and because I have followed my passion and I have gone towards where the joy is in my life and figured out ways to monetize them. I love that. That's, that's what it's all about. And, and making sure that you're just honoring, honoring what feels like your yes. I think that's the biggest takeaway from what you just shared for the listeners is honoring your yes leads to a lot of wonderful surprises. And um, once you, once you get there, so going back to sort of what you help people with, you also mentioned setting boundaries and adopting good self-care habits has been like one of your biggest successes in all this. So can you uh, tell us about a time when you didn't have those and what brought you to kind of make that decision and learn that you, that's something you could teach others as well? Sure. I, I mean, that's, that's a long conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the boundaries in and of itself, um, you know, having a contract in place and then not being afraid to adhere to that contract, not being afraid to say no, not being afraid to stand your ground. I think that is huge. Um, now, the other part of that was, um, you know, I think a lot of creatives in and of themselves are very emotional creatures you know what's that that personality test like you're an enfj or whatever it is mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and i think mo a lot of creative types tend to be um the the feelers as opposed to the thinkers um and because of that this i'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist so <laughs> take this with a grain of salt but my own personal assessment of that is because we're very much more in tune to our emotions we we feel so much more meaning the highs and the lows and so when the lows hit the depression hits like it hits hard mm -hmm. it hits bad yeah. um and there was a time in my life where i was heading down this 
horrible spiral of depression to the fact to the point where I was suicidal. And it was a horrible, horrible time in my life. And I had to figure out a way to crawl out of it and uh, did a lot of inner work. <laughs> but I also recognized um, that I wasn't, I didn't have healthy habits. And part of that was getting enough sleep. Part of that was eating right. Part of that was exercising. Um, and once I started putting those wheels in motion, it was like oh, this cloud of depression just lifted out of my head, the weight lifted off my shoulders. And it was like this aha moment, like, oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was quite amazing. Like literally two weeks from the day that I started exercising, like I was good. I wasn't great, but I was so much better than I was, you know, having been through therapy and antidepressants and everything. And it, it was amazing. And so uh, since that day, I have made it a point to keep those healthy habits, to watch what I'm imbibing on, you know, whether it's alcohol or food or whatever, and um, making sure I keep a healthy lifestyle because I now understand the connection of physical and mental and how uh, you know, bad habits can affect you mentally. And, and when that affects you mentally, that affects you professionally as well and how you're going to perform in your, in your day-to-day -day, um, work. And so I, I don't want to go back to that place. And, and so now my, my workout is my therapy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's same here at this point, but yeah, that was a big aha moment for me as well. Um, had very similar kind of story, but around, it was when I was in art school, you know, just eating all the wrong things, um, food addiction, drinking too much, doing all the other things too much, numbing out because yeah. I was struggling with, with a lot of different things which fed into the depression. And it was when I learned like, oh, like no one told me to exercise to, to help lift my spirits, but it felt right. And it was a challenge being kind of like against my body my whole life. And I think maybe some people who are very creative and very intuitive and spiritual out there, we escape into those places in, in ourselves and avoid the physicality in a lot of ways. And there's different reasons for that, whether, you know, adverse child ex childhood experiences or just like not being familiar with our physicality. But that is when we need balance, um, it's, it's so important to look at the areas of life where we're feeling limited or feeling like we're not being fed and all of those pillars are important so i love that that story thank you for sharing that because it's you're very welcome. common yeah it, it is common and, and i know when you're super depressed or when you're not feeling good about yourself like the last thing that you want to do is exercise you know the, you know you just want to curl up in, in the fetal position on your bed you know and nap all day you know i get it i've been there it's it's like my mom always used to say you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps you know <laughs> yeah. and, and keep going well, whatever bootstraps are i've never had any <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um but 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 she's she was right like no one's going to save you but your yourself. And, and so you've got to put on your big girl panties, whatever you want to call them. Right. <laughs> and you just, you have to make those changes yourself. And, uh, it, it was a struggle, but like I said, you know, once, once I was reaping the benefits, I was like, Oh yeah, there's something to this. You know, there yeah. is something to not drinking as much and eating well and exercising, like, you know, and they tell us that growing up, you know, our parents, our teachers, whatever, we just don't listen because we don't know what 
whatever. <laughs> yeah, got to learn the hard way. And the yeah. culture, you know, around us, we have these mixed messages all the time. We have the, you know, do this, eat right, be healthy, and then everything, the advertising is in our face and the, the culture, the celebration culture, and even the numbing culture. So it is, it's hard to hear our inner voice with all of those voices talking at the same time. And mm -hmm. I think whoever out there is dealing with something like this, just remember what feels right to you today. And, and I wanted to add to um, your point about not necessarily being familiar with exercise or needing to pull your, yourself up by your bootstraps when you're depressed. I used to think of it as um, kind of like a walkabout. You know, for me, it had to be like a spiritual uh, journey. I'm going to use this walk today as my spiritual journey. And whether I go to a state park and be around the trees or I put some music in my earphones and go around the neighborhood, it's going to be a meditation as much as it is an exercise. So yeah. I think that might help some people out there um, go, okay, maybe I can do that. Or maybe creatives like take your sketchbook or your camera and go get out there and get physical with it. You know, I think that's, that's another way to put it. So yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, my, my therapist has suggested, she's like, well, you need some sort of exercise. Why don't you try yoga or something? And, uh, not that there's anything wrong for yoga. I just didn't think it would be right for me. I, you know, I, I would think I would find it boring and I say that having never done it. So don't at me, <laughs> um, but I was the one who was going out to the bars and the dance clubs, you know, with my girlfriends. And, and I was like, you know what? I love to dance and there are exercise programs for dancers. I'm like, you know what? Done. I, and I joined Jazzercise, quite honestly. And I awesome. asked yeah, <laughs> it, it's not the old 80s thing like everybody thinks it, it is. And um, I found a, a lovely community of gals and we all love to dance. And it, and it's like going to the dance club. There's just no alcohol and it's in the morning. So <laughs> that's so funny. I actually just recently joined a club here. It's it. Uh, I think they have a franchise, but they call it Dance Trance and different oh, nice. gyms will have it. And you just follow the leader. So it is like a, it's lit like a dance club. And you're just like faking it till you make it. But it's so fun because even if you're not doing it right, you're just enjoying yourself and burning calories. So uh, exactly. moving, you know, moving and, and moving. smiling. Yeah. Yes. So and, that's and so cool. Music too is motivational too. So just all of these pieces coming into play. I, yeah. I love that they've got the dance club vibe going on where you are. That's so uh -huh. fun. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. Very much fun. So very cool thing to know that we have in common. And, and so as far as like what what's going on now for you, so you've got a lot of success, you have a lot of experience to share, obviously, but now sometimes you mentioned you struggle to say no and you jump in to save the day too much. And that's that's something that comes with a certain level of business, I think, and a certain level of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So can you share what that's like for you and, and how how it manifests as a struggle for you right now? Sure. So the saying no aspect actually comes, you know, I, it's funny, the more I promote my coaching business side of the business, the busier I get on the writing side. And I totally did not see that happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been doing this 25 years. I'm like, well, where were you people when I needed you back when? <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, right. And I really want to focus more on the coaching and teaching and speaking side, because that's what brings me more joy, but I'm not ready to hang up my hat as a writer yet either. Um, so it is hard for me to say no. Um, and, and I'm finding myself, uh, burning the midnight oil sometimes, you know, or I even I've learned gotten smart over the years. I've, I've learned to outsource to other writers to help me out. And the client doesn't need to know they're like ghostwriting underneath me. Um, and that works out well. 
Uh, now the other thing was, what did you ask about boundaries or yeah, oh, boundaries in to, save yeah, the in to save the day? Yeah. And to save the day. So, um, yeah, this happens quite a bit and actually more so in my, um, volunteer world, but, uh, you know, this board that I'm on, we have a bunch of lovely volunteers and we're, we're so forever grateful for them stepping up and, and doing things, but sometimes they're not available or they're not responding as, as quickly as we need them to be for whatever reason, what's going on. And, um, yeah, I, I find myself jumping in and saving them and like doing the work for them. And I don't know, you know, sure. It sounds like there, you know, there might be a little bit of a control piece there, <laughs> but when it's something like important, it's like, no, this is our reputation on the line. This is a PR matter, you know, like, uh, you forgot the registration link, you know, okay. You're not available for 12 hours. I better jump in and do that, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's, it is a struggle uh, and I try and temper it <laughs> as much as possible. And, and I do trust these people, but I, at the end of the day, it is what it is. If they're unavailable and they are volunteers, I have to keep that in the back of my head. Right. Mm. So if I want something done right away, I just sometimes have to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that makes total sense. And especially if it's, is this a, a nonprofit that you founded? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's it's a not-for-profit called uh, the Freelance Exchange. And uh, we have a chapter here in Kansas City and currently looking to take the concept national. So very excited about that. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah, so interesting. So as with all my guests, I pulled some cards about this, if you don't mind me sharing. Oh, I would love to hear these. Awesome. And the reason why I asked is because the if this was something you founded is because the first card I get is is my card that talks about setting intention and going for it. It's basically the eagle card. So the eagle, if you think about it, is this kind of apex um, raptor predator, knows exactly what it wants, and it goes for it. And it's also got an amazing amount of courage, an amazing amount of leadership skills. So so there's that and also a lot of responsibility. They're one of the most responsible birds you'll you'll ever know about, you know, the, the way they raise their young and 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 kind of bring everything up. So with you, you may be guided over and over again into this challenge so that you step into that even to a bigger degree. So mm -hmm. growing the the company, growing the nonprofit to this place where it's out of your hands, like you grow it and you have management dealing with all the things. Mm -hmm. I feel like this consistent challenge to stop stepping in and fixing is reminding you over and over again okay i need to i need to set up the structure like almost to, to use your words like set up a policy set up in yeah. the structure of management but yeah. it's just like it's now grown beyond your grasp does that make sense yeah totally yeah which is a beautiful thing that's something that you know we talk about in you know purpose-driven development circles of creating communities and creating movements that they take on a life of their own so they're not you know they're not about what you they might even forget your name but it's like but you started okay. that and you yeah. get you get to to enjoy the the joy of that moving on the legacy that you've left um so that's really where you're coming from with this is it was a secret kind of desire and a dream of yours you move forward with your kind of healing tendency to help and serve and now it's about noticing where you get drawn back and where you can't serve to a greater degree because of what's going on. So mm -hmm. it really is changing that focus and, and seeing where your gifts really lie and make sure that you're not spending your time doing things that aren't that. Right, right. <laughs> I, I've already encountered that. I, I had only been teaching at the art school one semester during the school year. And then my class got so popular that I started offering it year round. And I've been doing that for two years now. And I am finding that I am missing out on that 
time that is so valuable that I could be better served working on personal projects such as this. So, yep, you are right in line with where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. Well, mm -hmm. it's it's no surprise that it's a challenge because you are being asked to shed your skin and kind of go into a new phase in your work. Mm -hmm. And that's always hard because once you get so invested in what you're doing, it's hard to say, all right, well, I'm going to let that go and bring in this new thing. It's almost an identity crisis can, can set in. So yeah. I feel the more that you follow the breadcrumbs of your intuition and what feels like your yes, it'll be easier, even though it's still, you'll, you'll have those emotions about it, but I don't feel like it's going to be that painful. It'll just be a process of consistently staying on it and, and staying in the right direction instead agreed. of like getting veered off. Yes. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I've already told the school that I'm only teaching one semester next year. So it's the Perfect. wheels are in motion. <laughs> Perfect. Well, good. Yeah. Cause now that you're, you're kind of pulling your energy back from all of this, mm -hmm. you're going to get to have some more fun. And I think that's coming in as a big lesson, not only for your business, but for your life to make sure your inner child is feeling fulfilled and not worrying too much about everybody else. Because the more you get into your heart space and realize that your unique life rhythm is, is even more important that you stay in tune with that for, for everything to go well for everybody else, you things just start to fall in place for you. So um, I feel like this time, the self-care piece is probably bigger than it used to be in terms of keeping your vibration in, in the place where everything is working out well, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, cool. So as far as, you know, you, you just mentioned you're going to be uh, kind of taking a little bit of time back to yourself. What else is on the horizon for you in terms of the way you're shifting this intention and kind of growing, growing things to, to be their own movement and out of your hands? Yeah, that's huge. You know, I, I've been wanting to take the club national for years. And in fact, I, I just had a call with somebody this morning um, who wants to open up a chapter in Knoxville, Tennessee. So awesome. that may be the very first one. Uh, but so those wheels are, are in motion. And I'm working with um, a, an organization out of New York City uh, that that has an entire list of national freelancers, and that's going to help as well. Beyond that, I'm just going to continue coaching and speaking. Um, pulling back on the teaching, you know, a little bit, but still doing it, still doing something that, you know, fulfills my heart and desire. Um, but, you know, I want to do my own courses. I, I want to speak on um, certain stages. I want to write a book. You know, there's a lot of things that I want to do, but haven't had the time. So yes, being intentional, I am all on board with and uh, making making baby steps as they go. I, I've always been one of those people who has to remind myself or I know it's it's a marathon, not a not a sprint. Right? <laughs> Always. You know? I Always. see people who are like, oh, I'm gonna do them. They open up a coaching business like right away and they're off and running. And, I, and it's like, okay, well, I want to be very strategic about it. I want to be very methodical about it. And it's okay to be that person, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just have to remind myself um of that all the time. And and you know, I wish all those other people the best of luck and hopefully it serves them well. That's all I could do. You know? No, I hear you. I'm I'm a turtle myself. That's one of my spirit animals, <laughs> a sea turtle. And I'm like, I'm just gonna float around, do what I need to do. And when things need to happen, they happen and change comes and new things are born. And it's it is, it's knowing your flow, I think is a huge piece of the puzzle. And yeah. when you go with your particular flow, that's when life is more fulfilling and you do serve your purpose. Uh, without that kind of stress coming in and burning you out. I think that's yes. the important part. Definitely, for sure. Awesome. Well, it has been a joy getting to know you today. And thank you for just coming and sharing your wisdom and your light.
You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me and, and for pulling my cards. That was fun. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. So if anyone would like to find you and learn more about getting your, your coaching as a freelance coach and, um, and business coach, where can they find you? Sure. Probably the best place to go would be my website, which is juliecortez.com. That's Cortez with an S at the end, which we blame my ex-husband for. Um, <laughs> but just to keep in the creative, unique uh, sphere here. But yeah, juliecortez.com. You can find all things coaching and freelancing, uh, speaking and writing on that website. Awesome. Thank you so much again for sharing yourself today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll, we'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.